Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. You're listening to The Hammer and Nigel Show. Brad Kloffenstein, Jerry Lopez, sitting in for the boys this afternoon. Um, I'm trying to wreck their show. <laughs> Jerry, I'm going to... Sorry, man, I'm taking you down with me. Let's do it. All right, man. All right, let's step on the gas. I just heard we're going to do a Thelma and Louise on this thing. So, um, Jerry, wanted to talk to you. Uh, story came out, Fox 59 put this out there. Um I believe it was Steve Brown that was the reporter on this. The state of Indiana, BMV, apparently is selling customer data for $26 million a year, give or take a couple hundred thousand. Uh, so Jerry, we've got to use the BMV in order to drive, vote, or just about anything we have to do that proves our identity. Uh, should they be selling a personal data? Not a chance. If yeah. I'm forced to use it and there is no opt-out permissions, then no. That My expectation is my data stays with you. That, that's what I would think. But but now this is actually part of their budget. They have written it into their budget. I mean, And I'm sure they're saying, oh, we're saving the taxpayers of the state of Indiana $26 million. But is this a case, case where we should not expect them to be frugal? I mean, how are you saving me money? You're selling my data. You're not saving me anything. Well, it's $26 million that they're going towards using the BMV, which I've always thought if it costs us money to operate the BMV, the BMV... It's not even a necessary evil. It is just an evil. And it's, I, I, other than issuing us ID cards, I don't know why we have to have license plates. Yeah, so they can hit you every year. Right, exactly. So it's all uh, taxes. Yeah, my truck is now eight years old, and I'm still paying 300 and some dollars a year to renew the license plates on that thing. It is unnecessary, and it is a money grab. So I know the buying and, our, and selling of our data is a business all on its own. Right, and I know that during uh, during election cycles, uh, parties will purchase uh, what they call targeted marketing. Yes. Right. So when you go to Kroger, right, they can look at what you buy at Kroger, and they can tell you what party you probably affiliate with. Yep. Right, and they do it. Okay. Uh, so I just went onto a website, and I wanted to act as if I was somebody looking to buy consumer data. Okay. Okay. So for a hundred and forty nine dollars a month. I can have access to 16.5 million verified businesses and 275 million consumers. That's as an individual person, $150 a month. If you're a team of people, it's going to be $300 a month, or you could do enterprise and they want you to call them. But if you're somebody who's doing something nefarious, that's that's not a bad investment, honestly. $150, you just got to scam one grandma every now and then or something like that's. That's not good that our data is just floating out there. And how often, how many apps do you have where it's like, okay, I just want to have this camera app. Well, we need permissions for your contacts, right, for exactly. your messages, to read your email. To if They make it sound like you need it for the app to work right. They don't need it for it to work right. Nope. Now, Jerry, I will tell you, and this goes back the better part of 20 years, but um, the, the state of Indiana provides a highly detailed voter file to all three political parties in the state of Indiana. So when I was running the state libertarian party, I would get that data. And I think we had to, to pay some money to the state. It wasn't a lot to get that. But then I worked with a company out of Atlanta who would then front me that money 
in exchange for getting to see it, which it was all public record, so that this company would then use it. They would then blend it in with all the data that they had collected from all these apps, from um, magazine subscriptions when people used to get magazines. Uh, you know, if you were an NRA member, they would blend all that in, and then they would send that data back to me. And I had that for virtual, well, for every single voter in the state of Indiana. It was terrifying the amount of information I had at my fingertips to the point where I, I did not feel comfortable letting our candidates even use it. Uh, I think I only had one candidate that rudely was running a solid campaign that I knew would would not abuse the privilege of having it. But just the fact that I had that data downloaded on my laptop, yeah, I could tell you probably where you were going to sh- have dinner that night before you knew where you were going to have yep. dinner that night. And I'm just looking on here, so uh, have you heard of the company Plaid? They do. I have not. So they do a lot of, uh, you can use them. Let's, let's consider it, they're like a bank verification system. Okay. Right? They got sued. They had to pay $58 million and remove large amounts of consumer data in a class action lawsuit last year. Twitter was fined $150 million in the U.S. for selling user data. Google was, signed, or Google was fined $392 million for tracking consumers, even though their tracking location has been turned off. This is, this is not going anywhere. And and no. the, and the most important asset that we have today is essentially our data. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean that that's who we are. I mean, in, in this day and age, it is virtually impossible to not be tracked and to keep your data private. Yeah. Have you ever had a conversation with somebody and then saw ads on like, you know, I wanted to say MySpace. I almost dated myself there. Facebook or Instagram. All the time. I know uh, the last time me and my wife drove out to New Jersey, we made, we were having a conversation. I don't even know how we were having this conversation, but it was about Cheez-Its. And both of us, the next time we opened up Facebook on our phone, we Ads. were getting Cheez-Its ad. Yep. And it's like, you're trying to tell me that our phones aren't listening to yep. us. There is no reason because we had not been getting them before that conversation, but yet they were everywhere for three days afterwards. Yep. And so it's out there. So. Now that there's what DuckDuckGo that claims that they don't track you, have you ever used them? Is it them? still alive though? I thought that went they, they away advertise. Or... I think they advertise yeah, on totally, the station. Oh, okay. totally alive. Yeah, totally alive. I've I've awesome. used them a few times. I know I I've had this conversation with my wife. She is all in on Google, and she's like, you know, once you just accept that, yes, somebody's going to be tracking you everywhere you go. Your life gets a lot easier. Because... Can I not have it thrown in my face though? Exactly. Like, I get Google's tracking me, but I don't want to see Cheez-Its ads immediately after my conversation. It makes me feel weird. Right, exactly. At least, yeah, lie to me and tell me that you're not tracking me and don't throw me a Cheez-It ad next thing. Yeah, yeah, so. that's... But but once again, I don't think it's going anywhere, and we're only going to continue to see them, right? As a vet, I get these things all the time, where it's like, hey, we... Sorry, we might have given away your information. Sorry, we might have given away your information, you know. Or if you take... Make sure you... You know, you review your credit score and review this and review that. I, I don't think a lot of people do that. No. And it's, I think because of this, and certainly because of with social media now, everything that you've done, you have a track record back to the dawn of Facebook time yep. or the dawn of Twitter time. Um, it makes it virtually impossible to find that unicorn candidate who's running for office that does not have something sketchy in their past. Oh, I don't know who's going to run in the next 15, 20 years. No, it's... It, It'll be a I, robot. There will have to be a shift where, as voters, we have to recognize all of our candidates for since you know 240 years ago have been flawed to some degree. 
all our future candidates are going to have been flawed to some degree. We're just going to have to accept that they are flawed to some degree, and do we can we accept those flaws? There needs, yeah, I agree, and there needs to be an agreement almost where we go. Look, if you posted something as a fifteen-year-old big booger picker, we shouldn't put that against you at forty. Right, right. Now, how many times have we seen that where somebody, some professional athlete's life is ruined because of a tweet he posted when he was 14, 10 years ago? Or, you know, we did a lot of stupid things. I'm just happy I wasn't around to put them on social media. Yes, exactly. I mean, to some degree, it's like, all right, there's things that are frowned upon and there's things that are highly illegal. Right. Uh, as long as it's not a highly illegal thing, and especially if you're looking at somebody and saying, all right, they had a picture with three women, but you know what? They were single at the time, and it was, yeah, 10 years before they ever met their current wife. Right. So... Yes, we will get over it, but yeah, I've, I've, sadly, I have to accept that uh, we're being tracked. You're listening to Brad Kloppenstein, Jerry Lopez, filling in on the Hammer and Nigel Show. This is 93 WIBC.